Hello, 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 my fun sexual friends. It's your girl, Majesty. And I got some new listeners. I got some new followers. So let me let me introduce myself again. I am Majesty. That's M-A-J-E-S-T-Y-Y-Y. Don't forget all three of my Ys, okay? I am your young, black, uh, kinky, motherfucking swanky, um, uh, lifestyle switch, pro-dom, part-time, um, hoe, advocate, you know, um, slut, enthusiast, um, living my life unapologetically doing whatever the fuck I want to do because I make my own money and, um, I have to answer for my consequences of my actions. So, that's me. Um, welcome. Welcome to the Fun Sexual Podcast. I talk about a lot of shit. I talk about a lot of random topics. Um, not, they're not so random, but, uh, this is episode 29 of the Fun Sexual Podcast. I'm sorry this is dropping on a Tuesday. Um, I tried to get around to recording it on Sunday, and then my mama called me and was like, come outside, I'm by your house, we going out for your aunt's birthday, and then I just, I got home late, by the time I got shit done, I just didn't have the time or energy to put into this, and I really just wanted to make sure I gave y'all the energy and the attention and the maj that y'all are so used to having, so... I'm recording this on a Monday, and it's going to drop on a Tuesday. So it is it is what it is, y'all. It is what it is. But welcome. Welcome to the Fun Sexual Podcast. Initially, this episode was going to be the sex and drugs episode. I really want to do an episode about sex and drugs, but I'm just, I'm not quite ready for that episode yet. Why? I don't know. My heart isn't calling me to do it quite yet. So I'm just not going to do it yet. <laughs> but that episode is definitely coming. It's definitely on the list of episodes to record. But um, before I even get into this week's episode, which is going to be a fun one, it's something that I touched on. It's something that I mentioned on Instagram and it got a bit of attention. I'm going to touch on it, I promise. But before I get into that, let me just give y'all like my life update, okay? So first of all, bus update. Um, I am flying out to Utah on Friday to drive my bus back from Utah to Jersey. So that's where I'm at with that. Um, I'll be updating on Instagram as that journey goes. It's a 30-hour drive that I'm trying to do over three days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, Yeah, that's going to be interesting to say the least. Um, What else is going on? Life updates. I got approved for my breast reduction. I talked about this on Instagram a little bit as well. First of all, if you're listening to the podcast and you don't follow me on Instagram, fix that. You want to follow me on Instagram. You want to follow me on Instagram, okay? But uh, I got approved for my breast reduction. I have been trying for years to get a breast reduction, and I finally got approved. What last week? Last week, I believe it was. And so September twentieth is my date for my breast reduction, and I'm I'm really excited. That's definitely putting. Um, a damper in my plans, like that's not how I expected to spend that part of, you know, this year. I expected to just be living in the bus, traveling the country and all that stuff, but I'm getting a breast reduction. I definitely have all of the back problems and the shoulder and the neck problems and the clothes that I can't fit and having big breasts is just, it's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. And so I'm really excited about this breast reduction 
and um, I'll definitely, definitely, definitely be updating you guys, whether that's on Instagram or on the podcast, about that process as it gets closer, healing looks like, and all that stuff. All I know is, let me knock on something. Um, you know, I've let the doctor know and I'm, I'm going to let him know again. Like, I just need to make sure that my titties are still pretty when this is done. Like that, you know, I want them to be smaller for health reasons, but also like, let me have some pretty titties because I, a lot of people see these titties. I see my titties a lot and I want to still like them, <laughs> you know, uh, hate to, hate to sound shallow if it does, but you know, it is what it is. Um, other updates, um, today Horrible Decisions released an episode about pegging featuring a friend of mine. And I was really, really excited about this episode because I actually told them about him. Um, I remember them several times saying, like, they wanted a black man that was into pegging. And so he was a partner of mine. I was like, yes, we need need you on this podcast. And so I, you know, linked him up with uh, Mandy and Wheezy. And he had an episode and their episode recorded. It was really, it was a really good episode. It was a really good episode. And that was the night after... That was the night after um, I went to the party and met Angus. Oh, I got to talk about Angus. That was the night after um, I went to the party and met Angus. So um, that was that was a funny, interesting episode because we had all done Molly that night. And it was just... <laughs> if you didn't listen to episode, what was that? This is 29, so that was like 27. If you didn't listen to episode 27, which honestly, I think... Let me check out my analytics, but... I think episode 27 ended up being, like, one of my most played episodes, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, it sure was. Next to episode number one is episode number 27. So, y'all like that episode. That was that was definitely a fun one for me to record, but great time. Great fucking time. Um, I, <laughs> I know it sounds like I be doing a lot, and I got, like, hella hoes. But I really don't have hoes. Like, (laughs) and I'm saying this because I was talking to somebody recently and he told me he was like, you got, he either said you got mad hoes or you got mad niggas. One of the two. And I was like, who are you talking about? He was like, I could tell you got mad niggas. Like, you be having people calling your phone. You be having people texting you and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, that don't mean I got niggas. That don't mean I got hoes. Those, you know, those are my friends. He was like, Mm, you got, you got niggas. I was like, okay, please point me in the direction of these niggas. Because quite honestly, my phone be dry. And when my phone is not dry, it's because Instagram is fucking buzzing on my phone right now. I have gained, just say, 2,000 followers in the last, like, three days. My Instagram has been going crazy um, lately because, funny thing, I recorded a reel on Instagram. That's like the little TikTok videos on Instagram for those who don't know. And it the most basic reel ever. It I recorded it in in 10 less than 10 minutes I recorded it, edited it, uploaded. It was just like a quick something that popped into my head uh while I was like waiting for an email for work. It was nothing special about it. Like it, it I did not expect this reel to take off the way that it fucking has. I did not expect my Instagram to be going as crazy as it has. And this reel has almost a million views. It's like 900 and probably like 70,000 views at this point. Something crazy. I, it's never the stuff that you expect to take off that actually ends up like fucking taking off. 
976,000 views. Like it's it's almost we're going to be at a million probably like in the next day or two. Probably in the next day we're going to reach a million fucking views, which I think is crazy but also really cool cuz it brought me a lot of followers and a lot of new people. So to the new people, hey 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 hey. Um but the the, the real was it said my pronouns are she her but call me daddy. Right? And I had a lot of people asking me like why call you daddy? You know, first of all, I had some people that were, you know, a lot of people like it, laugh at it, think it's funny, think it's cute, whatever. Great. Love that. Love y'all. Then there were the people that were like, I ain't calling no woman daddy. Da, 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 da. Like, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. Y'all, if you don't like it, don't comment on it. Don't watch it again. Like, I just don't understand people and, and the things that they decide to put their time and energy into. If you don't like my shit, don't fucking watch it. It's really that simple. And that simple concept of minding your business can be applied to so many facets of life. Literally, mind your fucking business. If you don't like it, mind your fucking business. If it's not hurting you or your family or the people that you care about, mind your fucking business. It's that simple. It's really that fucking simple. Anyway, I'm going to give y'all the little backstory about why the call me daddy thing even came about in the first place. Um... So in college, I want to say it was actually my freshman year of college, I was hanging out with my roommate for my freshman year, and some of her friends had walked up, I didn't know them, and, uh, you know, they were hanging out with us in the cafeteria, and so they asked me my name, and I told them my name, my, my legal name, and they were like, oh, wow, like, that's different, I've never heard that name before. I was like, yeah, okay, cool. So we go on, we're talking, conversing, whatever, and then he goes to say my name, and he was like, what's your name again? And I told him my name again. He was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I just never heard that name. It was a little hard to remember. I was like, okay. So then he asked me like a third time later on in the conversation. He was like, dang, he's like, I'm sorry. I forgot your name again. I, I, I forgot your name again. And I was like, my name is Daddy. He was like, no, no, for real, what's your name? I was like, my name is Daddy. I was like, if you can't remember or pronounce my name correctly, then you can just call me Daddy if that's going to be easier for you to remember. He was like, no, 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 what's your name? I was like, my name is Daddy. So... Later on that day, my friend sends me a screenshot of a DM from this guy, and he was like, um, what's your friend's Instagram or Twitter? He wanted one of my social medias. And she was like, what friend are you talking about? He was like, daddy. And after that, I was like, yeah, I like it when people call me daddy, especially when it's men. I like it when niggas call me daddy. So... That's that's the story behind that reel. Like my name, my one of my nicknames in college was Daddy, and you know it was just a thing. And I thought it was cute, and I thought it was fun, and whatever. But I'm definitely going to be making more reels. So if y'all see me making reels and shit, understand that reels is obviously the fucking way to go. It's it's it's. I don't have TikTok because TikTok is trash, and TikTok deletes everything everything that I put up TikTok removes it because of sexual content and whatever it's like I'm my nipples are covered my coochie is covered my ass is covered like you're seeing cleavage and body I'm sorry I'm sorry I got all this body body you know and TikTok don't like that so TikTok is not for me TikTok is not a, a site or a platform that I'm going to be on because you just have to do too much like filtering and censoring to make it okay for TikTok and I don't have the time or energy to do that now, earlier, I told you guys that I had to tell y'all something about Angus, right? It's definitely not what you think it is, you know what I'm saying? Um, I had a moment. I had a moment this weekend. I was in the car with my mom and her friend, and um, it something literally just, like, clicked. 
And I was like, holy shit. Angus, the man from the sex party with the big fat fucking dick who was fine and telling me all this nasty shit in my ear who won't text me back. I haven't texted, let me just, for the record, I have not texted him again. I'm just saying he just, he never responded to my motherfucking text message after he gave me his fucking number. It was dumb. Anyway, um, so that guy, yeah. He looks like my biological father. He looks like my biological father. And when I noticed it, I, I had to like look at a picture of my father um, and be like, what the fuck? So then I thought about it. And he's not the only man that I have been attracted to that looks like my father. Um, I, when I first started my first job after college, my first, my first career after college, I was working as an office engineer for a general contractor. And one of the, at the time he was a field engineer, one of the field engineers, I found myself oddly attracted to him. And it wasn't, he really wasn't even like a cute guy. I just found something, I just found him oddly attractive. And then later I realized he looked like my father, um, which was crazy to me, but you know, whatever, um, that never went anywhere. And then as I was thinking about it this weekend, realizing that Angus looks like my father, I was like, that is not, this is not only the first and second time that I've done this. I can remember my boyfriend in the third grade. That was when I was in uh, Miss Birdsaw's class. My boyfriend at the time, he, I remember him thinking that he looked like my father as well. There, I... <laughs> I feel really fucked up saying that. Like, it's funny because I look at pictures of my father and then I look at my mom and I be like, mommy, what did you see in him? Like, I just, I don't see what she saw. Like, I just don't see like sexy. I don't see sex appeal when I look at, when I look at pictures of my father. Um, and my mom is a really attractive lady. So I'm like, how the hell did he get you? Like, I don't know. But then I find these men and they look like my father. And I, it is, I swear I don't go after them because they do. It just so happens that they do. So now I'm thinking that I'm crazy. I'm feeling really weird about it. Because um, now I've had Angus, the dude from my first job, and my third grade boyfriend that looked like my father. Speaking of that era of my life, I'm going to get back to this. Third grade boyfriend, right? So this boyfriend asked me out. You know, I'm pretty sure it was like one of those like, will you be my girlfriend? Check yes or no things. And uh, like notes passed in class. And then he was my boyfriend. And then I want to say, like, the next day, I asked <laughs> I asked one of his friends to be my boyfriend. And he said, yeah. Or maybe it might have been, like, that same day. So, for a little while, I had two boyfriends when I was in third grade. And then, like, the next day, they both came up to me and was like, you can't have two boyfriends. And I was like, mm, why not? Like, I, <laughs> I had these, like... You know, desire. I wanted to like have both of them on both sides of me in the cafeteria, doing cute shit like that, or like you know have them both like alternating and like pushing me on the swings at recess. <laughs> I had these fantasies of like having these two boyfriends. So I was really excited, and I, and you know I was in third grade. What are you like eight in third grade? I didn't have a conversation with them about it, um, but. I think I was poly, like poly-minded for a long time, but they told me I couldn't have two boyfriends, and then they both broke up with me. How fucking dare they ruin my dream, like, for one day? Like, it was just, whatever. It was whatever. Anyway, um, so realizing that for some reason I keep 
finding myself attracted to men that look like and remind me of my father, of course I go online and I do some research and try to figure what the fuck is going on. So there are these theories called the Oedipus complex, which is for men, and the Electra complex, which is for women. And they're similar, but they're different. And I'm not going to go into it. It's based on Greek mythology. And, you know, they did some really wild, freaky, fucked up shit in Greek mythology. And it's, it's kind of crazy. But the, the, the short version is, and it hasn't really even been proven accurate. Psychology doesn't even recognize this as like an accurate theory. But men, um, straight men, find themselves attracted to women that look like their mother. And women, straight women, find themselves attracted to men that look like their father, right? And um, I think it goes into, like, how some Greek character killed their parent to be with... It was... It it, it goes into this whole thing, and I'm not even going to go into that because it was was just a little weird and a little crazy. Um, But what I do... What I can understand is that you might go after, let me see, how can I say this? Your mother, your parents are, give you a sense of security. They provide a life for you. They're the first people to love you, to nurture you, to protect you. You know, you feel that sense of security amongst your, your parents, right? And so I can understand why people might subconsciously seek partners that look like their parents, because those are the people that loved you and gave you security. And and those are the same things that you would look for in a partner, love, security, um, trust, comfort, all of that kind of stuff. So I can 100% understand why that would be a thing. For me, however, my father didn't provide none of that shit. My father was not an like a, an active father in my life. He was very like out again and again towards the end of his life. My father passed away last April. Um, and towards the end of his life, like we really had almost no real communication at all. It would be a hit or miss here and there. Um, but for most of my life, he was just, he was absent in my life. So the fact that I'm finding myself attracted to people or have in my life in general found myself attracted to people that look like him, I think is crazy. But maybe it is that part of me. This is, this is, I'm going to talk to my therapist about this. I got therapy on Wednesday. Um, maybe there is a part of me that yearns for that part that, that, you know, the daddy, the father figure in my life. And that's why I'm finding myself attracted to men that look like my father. But it's so weird. It actually makes me really uncomfortable to think that to think that I fucked I fucked a man that looked like my father. And 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 funny. Um I wasn't going to say this because it's going to make me sound like a creep. You know, I sometimes I am a creep. Let me say that. Sometimes I am a fucking creep. I have a skill where I can find out anything about anybody literally. Like you give me a name, you give me a picture, you give me a phone number, I can find out information about people I can find their social media I can find their address I can find cars that they own I can find out information I am basically a fucking private investigator but like next level shit I'm really fucking good at it you know maybe maybe that's my actual calling is to be like a private investigator because I'm good my friends reach out to me they be like hey I need to find information about I got this I got this that's I got that um so after Angus wasn't um didn't respond to my text message I was thinking I was like maybe he got a wife and so I had to like do like a look him up kind of situation and um 
So basically, I found out some information about him, and I was able to, like, find his social medias and pictures and stuff like that. And so I pulled up one of his pictures, and I, like, flashed it to my mom. I was like, I'm going to flash this picture to you for two seconds, right? And you got to tell me who he looked like. So I flashed it to her. One, two, turned it back around. She was like, first she yells out, one of my ex-boyfriends. And I was like, no! He literally looks nothing like this ex-boyfriend. I was like, why would you even say that name? She was like, I don't know. His name just popped into my head. And then she was like, actually, he looks like your father. And I was like... That's where I was going. He looked a lot like my father. So that was weird. Um, then they talked about this concept of imprinting that like when you, you know, your parents being, again, the first people that love you, the first people that you see, the first faces that you recognize and stuff like that. And that being imprinted in your head when you become of sexual age and attraction and shit. There's a lot there. A lot of it isn't like scientifically backed. Um, but I definitely, I can understand, I guess, why that might happen, even though it's really weird and really uncomfortable. That was a long intro. That wasn't even intro. That was a long, like, catch up about what's been going on. A little bit of rambling. Sorry, guys. But um, let me <laughs> let me go into what I actually want to talk about because I, I feel like I've talked about it here. I don't remember, but I never made it an episode. So this episode, right, is going to be about a dream that I have, a desire that I have. Um, a goal that I would like to eventually work towards. Um, I haven't really been working towards it yet because the way the way I move, the way I make decisions, like I have to wait until the time is like right to some degree. And I don't mean everything has to be perfect and in place, but you know, to some degree, things have to be in a certain way for me in order for me to like feel comfortable jumping into a new venture, jumping into a new project, or making like you know big decisions. So. I have a desire to start a kinky commune. I'm going to tell you guys all the details about that. So, my kinky commune. First of all, this idea came into place about a year and a half ago. Somewhere around the beginning of COVID time. Um, I'm talking to all my kinky friends you know, we're on house party all the time. We're always, you know, talking to each other. We're in group chats. We're watching each other have sex. We're sending each other nudes and videos and all types of stuff. We're watching each other cook. We're watching each other clean. We're on video chat. We're in the tub. Like, we spent, I feel like we spent so much time together um, during COVID, like through house party and video chats and group chats and shit like that. And somehow, you know, this idea or this desire of wanting to be, like, around these people all the time came about. And, I, you know, I think it made the idea may have started as, like, a type of, like, community housing kind of thing with these people. These are my, you know, my kinky friends, some type of community housing type of situation first. And then it kind of, like, turned into something else. And so, yeah, I want to, I would love, it is my dream to start and or be a part of some type of like black kinky commune. First of all, I want everything around me to be black. I want the restaurants that I eat at to be black. I want the doctors that I go to to be black. I want, you know, whatever police officers or security, I want all of that to be black. I want the clothes that I buy to be black owned. I want I want everything around me to be black. Um, call me crazy but I segregation is not a bad idea you know what I'm saying like I want I want to be surrounded by black black music black people black things because that's I enjoy that I really do enjoy that I like the way it looks I like the way it feels I like the way it smells 
it, you know, that brings me comfort. It's what's familiar for me. Like, it's just, I want everything around me to be black. So my commune, if I'm creating a commune, of course, it's going to be a black, uh, black kinky commune. And what does that look like? Ready? <laughs> so in my commune, first of all, clothing is optional. 100% optional. You do not have to wear clothes here. It's not, nudity is not frowned upon. It is celebrated. It is loved and all of that stuff. And why? I know I talked about this before, but I just think that clothes are a mask. Clothes are a mask. We, I feel like we wear clothes not just for like to, um, you know, for, to warm, to warm our bodies when it's cold, but I feel like we wear clothes because we, we, to hide insecurities. I know when I wasn't very confident in my body, you know, I tended to wear, you know, bigger, over, more oversized clothes or, um, you know, I wanted to wear jeans that I could pull up over my stomach, you know, because my stomach was, I felt like my stomach was too big or, you know, even things that I, certain things that I do now, like if I'm wearing something and, and I'm not comfortable with, you know, because I'm where going, where I'm going or whatever, like my butt cheeks hanging out in some shorts, I might wear like a cardigan, like a long cardigan so that my booty cheeks ain't hanging out or, you know, whatever. I just feel like a lot of times we wear clothes as a mask to cover up things, right? And I think that if we were exposed more to different types of bodies, different shaped bodies, bodies with scars, bodies with hyperpigmentation, bigger bodies, smaller bodies, wrinkly bodies, saggy bodies, cellulite bodies, just different types of bodies that look different, I think that we would be a lot more confident in our own bodies to realize that literally every single body looks different. There is no like, there is no mold of the perfect body. Every single body is different. Every single one. And, and everybody has, every single body has their flaws. You know, one thing that I like in a body might not be something that you like in a body. Does that mean that, you know, one of us is right and one of us is wrong? Absolutely not. We have our preferences in what we like and what we prefer. But all the bodies are fine and perfect just the way they are. And I think if people understood that more, then we wouldn't see so much like body shaming and, and even just like self-loathing. So many people hate their bodies. I've had friends that talk about like they don't like that their vagina does this or looks like that. And I'm like, baby, all vaginas look different. If you've never seen the wall of vaginas, like look it up. Literally Google the wall of vaginas. All of them look different. Some of them are pink. Some of them are brown. Some of them have parts that hang. Some of them have completely missing, you know, these pieces that look like that. And some of this is wrinkly and some of that is hairy. And some of, some hair grows hair but not there. Like some, you know, parts grow hair. It's like all of them look different. And dicks, dicks the same. All dicks look different. I've never seen two dicks that looked alike. I've seen dicks that were similar that I could be like, oh, you know, that has a similar shape or similar head, similar whatever. But all of them are so, so very different. That is, and that's okay. That's okay. Some are bigger, some are smaller, some are wider like Angus. Some are thinner. Um, you know, some of them are circumcised. Some of them are not. Some of them have birthmarks. Some of them are more hairy. Some of them don't have hair. Like some of them have a big head. Some of them have a smaller head. Like it's, all of them are just so different. Some of them curve, like up, down, left, right, around. Some of them got a permanent kink in them. Some of them get hard and some of them don't get as hard. It's just like all of them are just so different. And I think that if we saw, if we were exposed to more different types of bodies, we would feel a lot less self-conscious and insecure about different bodies. And we would seek out 
when we, you know, decide to um, engage with people and seek out partners, we would seek out different things if we were exposed to different things. So yes, clothing, optional at the Kinky Commune, all right? Two, my Kinky Commune, right, would have a garden of fresh produce, fresh peppers and, and onions and cucumbers and spinach and kale and fucking radishes and turnips and potatoes and uh, all. It would be all fruits and vegetables. I would have some fruit trees, some mango trees, some apple trees, some lemon tree, some motherfucking star fruit tree. Like every type of fruit tree that you could think of is going to be on this kiki commune. Why? Because, and it's going to all be organic. Because I just don't believe in people paying for fruits and vegetables. I just think that fruits and vegetables should be free. It's something that the earth gives us. And the fact that we capitalize on what the earth gives us is just, I just think that it's criminal. It's giving, you know, Mother Earth, Mother Nature slavery. And I just don't think that we should be enslaving Mother Nature um, in that way. I just don't think it's right. Um, so the, the kinky commune, I know I sound, I know this sounds a little crazy to some people. But like, this is, this is how... This is how I imagine life being. Like, I really just don't. Earth gives us this stuff for free. Why are we paying for it? Literally, why are we paying for it? Why don't? Why doesn't everyone who owns a house, even not even just people who own a house, I think that apartment complexes should have a community garden. Like everyone should have access to fresh, organic fruits and vegetables at all times. You should never have to pay for that ever. I just that's criminal. That is criminal. There should be systems in place to pay, you know, of course, pay the farmers who do the work or whatever. But like besides that, those should be things that are free to, to everyone. Homeless people should never be have to go without fresh fruits and vegetables or water. But, you know, whatever. Um, so we're going to have that on, on my Kiki commune. And, and, and you know, people are going to work that stuff. Everybody contributes to the to the commune in some way. So maybe your contribution is um, is gardening. Um, and that's fine. There will be, you know, um, bees. We'll have a beehive so we can have fresh honey because honey is medicine. Um, I believe that honey is medicine. Uh, whenever I'm feeling sick, if I eat some honey, some local organic honey, I feel better. If I feel like I'm coming down with a cold, take a teaspoon of honey. Boom, I feel better. Um, I think honey is medicine. You can put honey on your skin to moisturize your skin. You can put honey on your wounds to help heal your wounds. Like, we're going to have bees and somebody's going to be the beekeeper or maybe there'll be a group of people on the commune that are beekeepers and that's their contribution to the to the commune um there's going to be a chicken coop you know for the people who want eggs you want eggs we're going to have some fresh motherfucking eggs you can just walk out and boop with a little basket you can be naked with your basket get your eggs you know what i'm saying fresh and you could get some fucking some spinach and some peppers and some onions and some mushrooms from the fucking community garden and make an omelet, you know? You, do y'all y'all see where I'm going with this? This is this is how I personally like want to live. I think that that would be so dope. And then there'll be like a flower garden because we got We have to have flowers for our bees to like pollinate and stuff and 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 give us honey. We have to have flowers. I don't know if it's going to be like wildflowers or I didn't really think that far into it. You know what I'm saying? But we're also going to have flowers um, at the at the Kinky Commune. Um, and then, you know, we, we host events and we have, I don't call them picnics. I call them blanket banquets. But we have blanket banquets and we teach classes and there are people that teach yoga and 
you know, eventually there'll be kids as a part of the commune and they are free to run and be happy and, and be beautiful and learn, you know, maybe there'll be some type of like homeschooling situation. Somebody, you know, we have a, a, some people who are teachers in the commune. Like this is, I envision this, I envision this all the time. And it sounds, even to me, sometimes it sounds a little crazy, but this is how I want to live. I don't I don't want to live a regular like 9 to 5 life. I don't feel like we have to. I feel like we feel like we have to, but we don't actually have to live like that. And I am definitely not trying to live like that. I don't know if this is going to be a situation where there's like a bunch of tiny homes um but there will be like solar powered or whatever wh- however we're living there's going to be like solar power so that we can like you know, be conscious of our footprint on the environment and stuff like that. And we're going to have, like, compost. We're going to compost our food, and it's going to be, like, super low waste. And, you know, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really want to build something like this. I think that it would be really dope. Maybe it'll be tiny houses. Maybe it'll be, like, you know, people are living in RVs. Maybe even it'll be, like, you know, some type of, like, multi-family home that has, like, a lot of property. I don't know how it works. Like I don't need, I don't know what soil conditions are needed to plant fruit trees and all that kind of stuff. But this is where this is where my mind goes and I'm actually in the process right now. This is just kind of like a sidebar of like looking up I want to buy some land. I own nothing. I don't own a home. Well, technically I own my bus. But like I don't own like a like a home. I don't own land. I don't own I don't really own anything besides like the the sex toys and fucking <laughs> The sex toys and the and the and the, the the fucking purses in my closet. Like I I need to own something. Um, that's how I've been feeling lately. So I want to you know purchase some property um, somewhere. I don't know. I was looking at North Carolina and I want to like plant trees. I want to just plant a bunch of trees on this property. Why? I don't know. This is just where my heart is. <laughs> this is what my heart is calling me to do. I need to own something. I have to own something. So that's definitely going to be a goal. Hopefully by the end of this year. And, um, yeah, on the Kinky Commune, we'll have classes, we'll have, we'll have events, we'll have sex parties, and, and, and I definitely want it to be a kink thing. I want, I want to, um, I guess it doesn't have to be kinky. Let me not say Kinky Commune. It doesn't have to be kinky, but I would love for the people to be kink friendly because just the sense of community that I get amongst kinky people is not something that I find outside of my, um, my vanilla in my vanilla life, I don't find that same sense of community. And so that's why I say kinky commune, not because of sex, not because of BDSM, but because of like community, honestly. So, hi Raven. That is, that is it. That is, <laughs> that is this week's episode. It, you know, I just, I talked about it in a post. There was a, um, I think it was July 24th, maybe 26th. I don't remember the day. But last week it was a national new day and I talked about the commune and how I enjoy it, how I love being naked, how I feel so free when I'm naked and I feel so much more comfortable in the nude than I do in clothes. Um, and then I started talking about my kinky commune and then people were like, oh my God, I would totally join. And I was like, I need to talk about my kinky commune a little bit more. I feel like if you want to manifest something into your life, you have to speak it into existence. You have to talk about it to literally anybody that is willing to listen and that will hear you. And so I'm going to do that here. I'm, I'm talking this motherfucker into existence because this is what I want. Even if it doesn't look the way I, you know, I kind of have it in my mind looking. This is, this is the, the feeling that I imagine feeling living amongst 
a space like this is the feeling that I want. However, I can get that feeling. I don't know. But, you know, I'm talking that motherfucker into existence. Anyway, that's the episode. I love y'all. Anybody who's new, thank you so much for following. Please check out the other 28 episodes I have. Also this week, I am running a 5K giveaway because the Fun Sexual um, podcast Instagram page, which is at the Fun Sexual, has reached 5,000 followers. 5,000 followers. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of that. And so I'm doing a giveaway um, with uh, Overkink.com, which is a black-owned, female-owned toy um, online toy store. She doesn't only have toys. She got toys. She got lube. She got condoms. She got lingerie. She got a selection of things, and I've purchased from her for a couple times. I got a couple things from Overkink because I love, love, love Overkink, and I love being able to support black-owned, women-owned businesses. So she is going to give away a uh, $50 gift card to overkink.com and I'm going to be giving away one of my sex is not a bad word t-shirts. So one person is going to win both of those things. So you can enter the giveaway by Thursday at, what did I say, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's a post on, on at the fun sexual with all of the rules. You have to like the post, share the post, tag uh, at the fun sexual, and also follow um, overkink, the overkink Instagram page. All right. So yes, Enter that giveaway Thursday night. I'll be doing a raffle. One random person is going to win. I'm going to do that on Instagram Live. Good luck. I love y'all. Thank you so much. And maybe next week, maybe next week, I'll make next week's episode the sex and drugs episode. But maybe not because I got an interview that I'm recording, you know what I'm saying, tomorrow, you know what I'm saying? So I don't. maybe it won't happen. But that episode is coming. And it's going to be a good one. Anyway, I love y'all. Have a great week. Peace out.